Welcome to the Lemon Spark Podcast, where we share stories about lemons that spark a new direction in life. I'm your host, Barbara Zabala. Welcome, Isaac Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Lemon Spark Podcast. I can't tell you how grateful I am. And I want everyone to know that I met Isaac. I've never actually met you in person, but I learned about you through LinkedIn because you post every day, I think every day, some very inspirational and uh, just promising quotes. And one day after I'd seen a number of your inspirational quotes uh, posted, I asked you, where do you find these? They're so great. I want to know where your your, uh, source is because... They always just lifted me up and I thought, I bet Isaac has a lemon spark story to share or at the very minimum with your inspirational uh, words that you have every day that you have some uh, wisdom and inspiring uh, things to say that I think lemon spark listeners would truly enjoy hearing. So that is why I asked you to join me on the podcast and you so graciously agreed. So thank you. And let's, let's jump into who you are and your, and your lemon that brought you to where you are. Sure. Sure. Uh, My name is Isaac Johnson. I am South Carolina. I'm in the Greenville area of South Carolina presently. And thank you also for, for inviting me and giving me this opportunity just to, to share, because I think just like you interacted with the information that I post on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you being a part of my community over there. I think that the big part of, of my approach is just to just to share, uh, share information. And I do have a whole, I collect them by the way. So I have a whole like file filled with things to say. And I, I use my own experience kind of like how I feel in the morning to share that. And hopefully it, it'll be, you know, inspiring. Or, so that's why I do it every day because it, it actually helps me as well. I didn't realize you collected them. So you're, you're just not finding them you're actually collecting and then sharing as you from from your own treasure trove of of sayings and quotes yes yes and then when i from my other community i have another community that i'm part of and we share from a positive perspective on the business side we try to be positive so when i find good ones over there i collect them and put them in my files so i can then share them with my linkedin community and I kind of do it that way. So I keep adding as I get inspired myself. And then I share those with, with other people. So we talked a little bit yesterday about why you have this real important sense of optimism and purpose uh, to inspire. And it goes all the way back to when you were born. So you want to tell everyone about that? Yeah, I think. I think it fits with your theme when you say lemon, because even when, when I was born, I was a, I was a twin, a preemie twin. My actual, my twin sister did not make it through the birth. She was, she was stillborn. And I was three pounds, nine ounces, you know, at like seven months. So I was in an incubator for, for nine days and nine days is, 
kind of a good amount of time, I, I would imagine. But, you know, things lined up in such a way, although it's, it, it kind of goes with a lemon story, but things kind of line up, like, because of a power, I call it, great, you know, that's bigger than me, um, that, that was kind of there, if you will, because the clinic that I was in was next door to my church. And we happen to have a, this is rural South Carolina, you know, in, mm-hmm. in 1959, to even have an incubator in a clinic in rural South Carolina was a, a miracle in of itself. Mm-hmm. And yet it was there for me. The nurse was a, a licensed nurse of African-American descent and all those things just kind of lined up, so to speak. So I look at my birth and I look at, and we, you know, we can think about it in terms of your lemon terminology, but yet I never felt like it was a lemon. Mm -hmm. I always felt that it, and I still do even now, even now, you know, when I think back, I even think more, it's like amazing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because in reality, even normal childbirth is, is pretty spectacular it is is a miracle yes (laughs) so you know that was my start but within that and within my family there was a lot of support and I was always the protected one I'm not there were seven of us and I was the I'm the youngest son I have one sister that's younger than me you had mentioned that you know because you were born premature and had to spend time in an incubator right away that there was this perception of you by family members that you might be needing extra protection and that your siblings, for example, would try to protect you and keep you out of say football games because they didn't want you to get hurt. But you insisted that you wanted to play football anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's interesting how you look at the circumstances around your birth of being born premature and, of course, losing your twin sister right at the beginning. You reflect on it in more of a positive way, which I guess is a testament to how perspective really matters. I mean, someone could have had the same circumstances and maybe blamed those unfortunate, to them, unfortunate circumstances on their plight now, Mm -hmm. but you've chosen to look at it in a way through a lens of it being a miracle that you survived, that you had all the pieces together to benefit you, the nurse, the incubator, even though you were environment where that might not have been possible. And you, I guess, are seeing the silver lining of, of that unfortunate what otherwise might be an unfortunate circumstance and we talked yesterday about how that really I think has influenced your desire and purpose to share inspirational optimistic messages with the world I would say yes to that in in a big way. There, there's also another piece that we didn't get we didn't discuss on yesterday but I think it it also fits this because I was professionally, I became a special ed, special needs teacher. But before that, my, my school experience in and of itself, I was also a special needs student. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get to, we didn't talk about that, but 
that too could have been something that a lot of people would not have stigma associated with it, right? So they didn't want me to be a part of that. So they always thought it was a negative thing to them in their mind. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, it was actually a positive experience by being in that class, I got to experience some leadership type scenarios, right? The, the, the teachers could send me to the office with information and I could go and come back without, and just that, that little bit of experience taught me about responsibility and how to behave myself when I'm away from that whole support system. Your experience with the special education class, what I'm hearing you say is a lot of people might be bitter about something like that. If it was yeah. them placed into a special education class, that they might be resentful or be affected adversely by the stigma that they believe attaches to those types of uh, classes. But yeah. you, it sounded like you, true to form, <laughs> true to your personality, <laughs> found the silver lining, found an opportunity to learn, to absorb all of the different experiences that you get in those types of classes, the becoming a leader, you know, being selected to go down to the office and communicate messages back and forth. And then even influencing your career decision <laughs> to Correct. go into special education when you finally, you know, graduated from high school and went to college, that's what you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got my undergraduate in elementary early childhood ed and then moved to New York City, ended up working as a special needs teacher. Yeah. Well, it sounded, was a, sounded like it was a good career choice for you. I'm sure that if you hadn't had that personal experience with special education as a child, your ability to be as impactful as an adult working in special education probably would have been diminished is my guess. You had that perspective that was probably- I would say, yes, I would say yes to that. There was a certain sensitivity that I brought because I, I could clearly identify with it. And I knew, and, and in working with other professionals, teachers, not everyone had that kind of attitude because mm -hmm. it could be tough work. You know, I mean, at times, right, it's challenging. I felt a real commitment to it and it just kind of flowed. It wasn't difficult for me. <laughs> it, yeah. you know I mean? it wasn't a difficult job for me. It was, it was a flow. Some of these kids were like, they were just fantastic. Language, I've always been like, you know, intrigued with people who can communicate their thoughts with mm words so like mm -hmm. ease, what it appears to be easy the rural South Carolina experience where it isn't as easy I would say to or, or vocabulary isn't as easy to you know incorporate mm -hmm. and then see these three-year-olds in New York City that could and they're social and emotionally handicapped but yet they can tell you a story that was you'd think it's true you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because of just the verbal ability, you know, the ability to to use words and put words together and and just create, you know, a dialogue. So it was a lot of gratification for me to have that kind of experience. Well, and I just have to say, I mean, you mentioned how your ex personal experience with being in special education 
really raised your sensitivity to the conditions or the maybe the feelings that the children you were helping in New York were feeling about special education. And I have to just say, you know, that's what I really love about lemons is that not only do they force you to reevaluate your life circumstances, but they also tend for a lot of people to sensitize you to things that maybe you were insensitive to before that you had no idea until you experienced it yourself and assuming you can get through that lemon to the other side of it. One of the most valuable things that I think you can give back to those who are suffering their own lemons right now is that perspective and sensitivity that no one else could really give unless they had been through it themselves. And so I I just want to say thank you again, Isaac, for sharing your experience with special education, your experience with being born prematurely. And because, you know, others are out there who have had those similar experiences, or, you know, maybe they're trying to process those experiences. And the fact that you are able to give your own testimony on how they weren't roadblocks for you. In fact, they helped you find your purpose that that's really great. What are some things that you're doing these days, you know, in in addition to your special education experience, what are some other projects you're working on right now? Well, one of the big projects that I'm working on right now is I'm a founding member of a, a global IT company and we are creating an artificial intelligence machine learning platform that business owners and professionals and marketers, anybody who wants to get their message out to the world can plug into the platform. So this AI company that you helped found, you're guessing here, but it sounds like what you are able to do for this company is help them with their vision, help them see the possibilities. And that really stems from, again, your optimism and your ability to see the good in a lot of, in a world full of chaos and adversity. And yeah, I, the, I yeah, can, because it's like, you know, it's like, it's a business, it's a real business. So it has to be developed. It has to be created. It has to be brought to market and you need customers. So it's work, right? And you got, so you got to be able to like, believe you have to be able to see and believe that it can it could work you know that is the essence that is the essence of entrepreneurship is believing that it can (laughs) that it can succeed (laughs) having a cheerleader like you uh as a founding member i can definitely see the value in having someone like you on board before we close out, Isaac, I'd love for you to share what drew me to you in the first place. I, I was hoping you might have in your treasure trove of inspirational quotes, a couple that you could share with our listeners that you particularly like would be helpful for them to hear, especially those who are currently struggling with their own lemons in life. Yeah, I posted one this morning, I thought on, on LinkedIn. What it says was we can find a million ways to not enjoy our lives or we can find a million ways to enjoy our lives and 
we get to choose or it's a choice. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, that kind of theme. So I thought that was fascinating that I'm going to come talk to you today. And then that, that one just kind of showed up, you know, as, as an opportunity for me to share with, with, uh, with my LinkedIn community. But there are a couple of other ones that I have here really quickly that I, that I do kind of on a daily basis. What I say to myself is I'm enough. I am enough. And I say, I matter. I matter. And I, the other one is I'm significant. I am significant. And I say it like I, I do it three times each at least, but a lot more than that. Uh, and then the other one is I'm here for a reason. I am here for a reason. So I have to look for it. I have to seek and I have to grow and and develop and all those things, yeah. but I'm here for a reason. There's two more and I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll stop. The other okay. one is I have something to contribute. I have something to contribute, something to contribute to the world. So even like with, you know, the AI business, it's, it's contributing to the world. And sometimes people just need a little hand, mm -hmm. you know, a little hand up. Right. I think the purpose of lemon spark, which is, you know, yes, we all, have lemons, some more pressing or difficult lemons than others in our life. But it's a matter of finding the spark from the lemon. The spark can be your purpose. The spark can be what you can offer, what you can contribute to the world from your experience. And as you say, to making an effort, having the courage to go and find it, to seek it, and opening up your mind to the possibility that it's out there. That is what you have been doing, it sounds like, all of your life. And what an inspiration and incredible story you have to tell about that. And so I want to just thank you again for taking the time to share it with us today on the Lemon Spark podcast. Uh, thank you. And thank you for having me and, and allowing me to, to share. And if it could help someone, that's the whole point of the human family, right? If we could help each other, that'll be, that's a good thing, I think. It is, it is the essence of being human and what Lemon Spark is trying to promote. So thank you, Isaac. Thank you for listening to the Lemon Spark podcast. If you have a Lemon Spark story to share or know someone who does, please message us on Facebook and be sure to like our page. And remember, it's not the lemon that defines you, it's the spark.